Welcome back, Thanksters. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Allie. And you're listening to... Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you so much again for AI. For our new AI friends. Part two. Here we are. We, As we said last week, there's more to touch on with this topic. There is. There, we didn't really get to the bottom of everything. No, and I don't think we will. No. But we're going to get further into it. Yeah. But first, yes. how was your week? <laughs> I have two things to talk about. First of all, I went to this. My friend invited me to this uh, short short film premiere Aww. at this cool venue. I don't know where it was, like Chinatown or Highland Park or something. Uh, it was in a weird part of town that I had never been, but I know I went through Chinatown. I don't know if it was in Highland Park or not, but it was a cool venue. And um, my friend, her friend was the one who made the short film. Okay. And when I got there, I immediately recognized a really famous TikToker. Well, I don't know how famous he is, but I recognized him. him. Yeah. Um, and then I guess there was another, like my friend is just like friends with these, uh, influencers now, I guess, cause she works with them. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. And Casual. yeah, it's no big deal. And there was another girl who, who's like a big deal. She has her own podcast now too, but it was really fun. It was like a queer short film oh, and it was cute and it was outside and like, you know, it was cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What was the film about? Um, it was about this girl who was moving to New York and her best friend actually has a crush on her and she really wanted to tell her, but she was nervous. And then she got really drunk one night and she gave her a note. She Mm -hmm. put a note in her mailbox, like professing her love. And then she changes her mind about that and they're all partying and she's trying to find the note and trying to like, (laughs) you know, get rid of it. Um, and then at the end, well, I don't want to give it away, yeah, don't give away the um. but the end was like a cute little twist. Oh, fun. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I did that. And then my cousin who I haven't seen in probably 10 years, <laughs> uh, came in from Miami and me and his wife and me, me and his <laughs> wife <laughs> and, uh, my boyfriend got brunch drunk. The other day. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was fun. I haven't. You, him, and his wife. Me, and your boyfriend. Yeah. The four of you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They're in from Miami. It was really fun. He's cool. He's like the cool cousin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Why wasn't I invited? Um. <laughs> <laughs> so it was all the way in Santa Monica. Okay. <laughs> I saw you posted it. You and were probably working. I don't know about that. Yeah, I think you were. I don't know. Probably. What's work? How was your week? <laughs> What'd you do? Well, it sounds like you had a more fun week than me. But on... Uh, yeah, I just be out here doing stuff You be bopping around. I finally had, like, a little bit of extra money. And I was like, yeah, we're yeah. going to go to Bottomless Brunch. See me? I'm running out of money right now. And I'm, like, scared. I just have been, like, not buying anything i need to stop like you gave me a roll of toilet paper the other day because i just didn't have money to buy toilet paper yeah. i didn't want to buy it and then i got paid and i was like see 
Move them back up and like, yeah. we need toilet paper again. We got it. No, got I have awesome. I'm good. Okay. Did you get the Cottonelle? I got the cheapest, but not cheapest. Two ply though, right? Yeah. You can't the, get the one. No, ply. no, no. I don't. I don't go. I don't go cheap with my toilet paper <laughs> in that way. Like I almost did, and I was like, no. Wait, this one looks like shit. And I got the next. You know, more expensive the next one. level. Up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's soft. It's two pl- It's thick. It's soft and thick. Yeah, that's the way we like it. <laughs> yeah. Soft and thick. Yeah, you need both. There's not much you can ask for. No. Other than that, <laughs> you need both. You need both. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my week was, yeah, pretty normal. I, oh, I mean, today I watched The Bachelorette. I started watching it. Which is funny Um, because I always watch it and I haven't watched (laughs) it yet. I watched like one season during the pandemic and that was the season that I was pretty religious with. But other than that, I haven't been... You're like, not in the universe of really. the Bachelor and the Bachelorette, but I'm not against it. I like I like I reality only watch TV, that but for Bachelor in Paradise. Oh yeah, that's the one. I don't know what that means. Well, you really. you would love it, so we're gonna watch <laughs> it when it comes out. That's the only. That's why you watch Bachelor and Bachelorette is for Bachelor in Paradise. All right. Well, that's the only reason. I'll have to check it. <laughs> you gotta out. know the people, you know. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it. Uh, so far, so good. Oh, I've been doing like some period tracking stuff. I have this cunt calendar. Oh, cunt calendar. It's really cute. That is cute. Uh, I spilled something on it, as you can see. I'm showing Allie. And uh, I got this from like a friend of a friend's Etsy. Mm-hmm. And it's got like cute little drawings. It came with the drawings? Yeah, oh, like all cool. of this. And then it, like, explains the different menstrual cycles. So, like, you have the menstruation phase, and then we have follicular phase, ovulation, and uh, the luteal phase. Cool. But I think this is going to be a whole episode that we should do yeah. in the future. But I've been, like, tracking my periods like this and it's like a cute little spiral and you can like draw the days and then it has like numbers for each day and you can say like what your period felt like for that day that's cute and i like it better than the apps i don't know it's just more tactile and cute i like that yeah it's really cute and yeah you're like you feel more creative you're like writing stuff and yeah so it's like a spiral with blank circles and then you can like number the days for each circle and then it's just more fun yeah that's cute yeah i don't get a period anymore or else i would also do that well i just stopped using not just but like within this year stopped using birth control and yeah, so it's been like a new journey. Yeah, I think I think we should definitely have an episode about just menstruation because why is that funny? Menstruation, <laughs> <laughs> like the fact I said menstruation, like I could have just been normal and said period. Our um, menstrual cycle. Our menstrual cycle. <laughs> that would be a good, a interesting one. Okay. But for now. We were talking about AI, mm-hmm. and last episode, last week's episode, I talked about talking to Sydney, which is like Bing's chat mm-hmm. bot. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, pause it, bitch. And, and go to it, listen to it, then to come it. back. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Anyway, 
So you tried Bing. I did. And I, I got to say it was pretty underwhelming. Hmm. Yeah. I tried my best to like bring out some human qualities or like weird answers. Like I was asking about intimacy and, um, you know, if they were a human, what would they do? And like stuff like that. And it was just very one note, like, well, I can't because I'm a, I'm a robot, bot, boop. you know, <laughs> so it was a little bit underwhelming, but you know, it was fun. There was, there was a couple times where I was like, okay, this is funny. I asked about her favorite songs. <laughs> okay. And what she said. Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Oh, Number wow. One. She was. Number She's so one. basic. Yeah. <laughs> um, Happy by Pharrell. Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. She is so basic. <laughs> I know. I'm a believer by the monkeys. <laughs> like, I mean, it's cute, though. She likes mm-hmm. she likes a, a mix of the old and the new. Yeah. You know? She's got taste. Yeah, she does. I also asked about her favorite movies. Okay. The Matrix was number one from 1999. I mean, sounds pretty basic, but... <laughs> the Lion King. Basic bitch. The Shawshank Redemption. I bet movie. this is just like she's learning from basic bitches and she's like... Yeah. The girls like... Or like or the girls like this. Everyone or... likes this one. Um, she the Godfather. Knows. Yeah, this is like the Spirited Away. Spirited Away. Oh yeah, that's super... a that's a that's a curveball. That's not a basic one. That's a curveball. Right so what that, was my, that was my uh Bing chat Bing chat experience. experience. Yeah. Well, how about we try Bard again? Google's Bard. That was you know something that we tried live right last week. We're gonna try it again, and we're gonna be meta. We for you guys. We have a really important question that we need to ask Bard. So, let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's see what he has to say about us. how to become professional podcaster. All right. It's loading. We're thinking about it. We got Bard. I'm just a language model. I can't <gasps> help you with that. What? Okay, let's get, let's narrow it down. I'm a language model, so I can't help you with that. Ch- wow, Chat Bard. GPT would never. I know. What is Bart even Ew. doing? Um, let's let's see. Uh, how do I uh, monetize my podcast? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, okay. Well, now you know because we used a fancy word. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> There are many ways to monetize your podcast. Here are some of the more popular methods. Sponsorships, donations, premium content. What? Ooh. Ooh. Ad-free episodes. Patreon. Patreon advertising networks. Well, okay. you'll see, guys. <laughs> you <know? laughs> you'll fucking see. <laughs> it's coming. Let's say, um, what is the way to gain more listeners? Mm. Let's go. Oh, ooh, create great content. Oh, okay. Check. Number one, create great content. Check. <laughs> Promote your podcast. I mean, we, we do. do better, but we, we do. We're doing it. 
guest on other podcasts. Oh, oh that's a good idea. Uh, thank you, Barb. Hi, do you want us on your podcast? Because we'll do it. We'll do it. We will fucking answer your questions. <laughs> uh, collaborate with other podcasters. Submit your like podcast to, to directories. Directories. There are a number of directories where you can submit your podcast. This will help people find you. Direct. Okay. Social media. Mm-hmm. Run contests and giveaways. Oh, optimize your podcast for search engines. Okay. All right. Okay. Additional tips: be consistent, patient, are. have fun. We are all those things. All right. So great, great advice from Bard. Uh, once we like, you na- know, made our. You have to narrow it down. I think yeah. a little bit with Bard. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I wanted. I think in the last episode, I wanted to talk about. Uh, what we can expect from AI in the future because it's creepy. Yeah, let's hear it. So, future of AI, if we think about like at home, like the, you know, when you're at your house, like what is that going to look like? In the future, we're going to see like in house robots, you know, I think we all like, um, yeah. you know, figured. <laughs> okay, so home robots are going to be like, uh, better at navigation, direction, object direction issues. Like, you know, that r- little, the little robot that like sucks up the vac. It's a vacuum. Oh yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Uh, fucking, I forget, but yeah. It's a robo something. Um, that, sh- that thing sucks. I'm gonna tell you right now. Well, <laughs> at least the one that I had, it was, it's a later model or yeah, like a later model. So it, maybe it was not as good, but it really could not function around different objects in my house. So they're going to apparently be better at that. Um, it's going to have a personality, like a cutesy personality, probably, going to feel like a companion that you like having around that can help you with like daily tasks and stuff like that she better be cute i think that sounds good i would i would have a robot but like Mm -hmm. how much are these things going to be that's what i want to know yeah i'm willing to test it for free i'll i'll give you my testing services send us your robots (laughs) we'll we'll take them and we'll give them scientific method tests yes we're science girls we're science gals. Yeah. Um, also, we have to look out for AI in war. <laughs> Speaking of science. <laughs> in war, um, think about, like, robotic soldiers. That's terrifying. That's honestly really scary. Um, they're already being used, so that's no big deal at all. <laughs> um, but they're helping to change the way we fight war um we can you know reduce human casualties like less people are gonna die if you were using robots like yeah this is reminding me of terminator oh yeah i mean i never saw it but oh well we need to watch that because it's (laughs) it's the best um yeah so there's also a question of like ethics if we're using robots without any human control in a war it's like is that fair i don't know it's like yeah you know, mm-hmm. so we're going to see that probably in the future. But that's scary to me because people in the military are already scary sometimes. Like, they like to kill people. Not yeah. everybody. And it, I think it's, like, one of those things, like, once you're in it, it kind of changes you. Yeah. 
into this war mode and i think yeah. that a robot brain can change too a ro- like yeah like it, it's also like whoever is coding it like we talked about last episode mm-hmm. like whoever is evil yeah whoever's controlling this robot yeah yeah uh so that's that's scary to me like because also that's like what all the movies are written about like i robot yeah i feel like they were all made to like fight war like be you know be protective or whatever and then they turn on you and they're fucking evil evil and then i also read about uh future in ai and education Mm. yeah so you might be seeing like robot tutors that will assist teachers and help enhance the education quality for example they say if a teacher accidentally skips an important concept the ai tutor will quickly alert the teacher ai robot tutors will also take control of repetitive tasks like checking the student's homework or taking class attendance well that yeah that that i would i could see yeah you know that would be that would make things easier it's like it's like a little assistant that could be like but that's taking also taking away from human jobs because they have teachers assistants yeah yeah but but i guess also your class your class has to be big enough to even have an assistant but i think teachers assistants would just be there still to like walk around the classroom and like check the students work it's still two people versus 27 kids or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then the robot is just doing the ad. It would be tasks. even at like even added more or even more help to. Yeah. The robot the I feel like would be good for doing non teaching tasks mm. like attendance, attendance, and like, grading. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. That would take a lot off because teachers have to plan their, mm-hmm. you know, their classes and stuff. And I know that takes a lot of, time and as a former teacher oh yeah you are a teacher (laughs) (laughs) my both my parents are teachers you couldn't tell (laughs) anyway but yeah that's that's like what we can expect i guess it's just a theory obviously but but yeah i think that that is like a good prospect of Mm. using ai in the classroom yeah i listened to a podcast today Mm. about what was it do you remember the name the daily the new york times Mm. daily so it was today um on june 28th so if you can find that episode but they're talking about how students are using chat gbt and that no and if you think about it it came out like this semester Mm -hmm. for them so it's like like only yeah it's only affecting like this semester of students and they chose like five students some were college students and some were high school students to interview about it and they chose a college for professor and they said what they noticed was like this semester the the syllabi all had like don't use chat gpt it's plagiarism oh, like if shit. we find out you're using it so that's like now like written in a lot of like the syllabuses how would like, they find out so yeah so they interview like a teacher and he said if it sounds like the information that they had is too polished 
and then also the voice of it he said he can't even explain it himself but like you can kind of tell the voice isn't a human voice that's you know? crazy like like it's like chat gpt has its own personality and way of speaking and stuff and like the teachers can just pick up on that yeah and I, i'm sure that even that that teacher that they interviewed in the podcast was like I'm sure there's some things that have like slipped through cross cracks, but there's also now like a chat GPT like detector for <gasps> teachers. What? So they can they can like run it through the detector and it'll tell you like what percentage what? like what percentage like that it could be written by a robot. That's insane. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I didn't know that either. Times are changing, man. That's yeah. Crazy. So the teacher can like test it on their side and like wow. see if it came from a robot or not. That's wild. But yeah, they interviewed a lot of different students and it, it was a lot of different opinions. And there was this one guy that was like really for it. He was like, yeah, I was taking like a Brazilian um, history class. It was just a, a credit class. Like I didn't like brazilian history is interesting yeah, like, but i didn't I don't need, need it, it for my career yeah yeah and so it's like one of those things and he was like i asked it to write a 500 word essay for me and i thought the essay was really organized well but it didn't sound like me so i gave it a paragraph of something in my own writing and said write it in this voice and then it did <gasps> no and then i wrote way. the whole essay in his voice that's crazy yeah and then he only had to like tweak a few things that's really smart yeah but it's did like he get busted i don't think he did wow. no i mean he graduated i mean that's the way you have yeah. to do it like even if you i i would never have thought to do that but yeah. I, I would have thought to like take what they say and write it in my own words mm -hmm. but that's smart but you know there's like the moral dilemma of well the professor that they that they interviewed is sort of like oh i feel like a duck that's swimming to get its mate and then it's just like a wooden duck oh shit. like it's like when he's he's doing like the discussion posts you know mm -hmm. like online teaching and and the students have to reply in discussions mm -hmm. and he doesn't know whether or not he has to detect like whether or not it's a human or a robot that's written this that's like discussion so and he's so excited to to talk to other people that are interested in history that he's teaching mm -hmm. but half of them could be robot wow you know and then yeah. it, and then you get into this thing of like oh it's 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 just now like robots talking to robots in this just this discussion post mm -hmm. it's not even humans using their own critical thought so do you think that in the future with you know all this new chat gpt and these ai bot chat like chat bots and stuff do you think one day education isn't gonna hold as much merit because people can have this can have these answers at their fingertips even in a whole new way like we can write mm. papers and shit so like is going to college even that impressive when you have that kind of technology like do you think it's gonna be as important in the future or i think that it's gonna have to change the education system from the bottom up because we're so focused on your gpa and test scores and that's that's how people are like oh well this person's gpa is good enough to get into grad school or to get into this and it can't it can't be focused on those numbers again it has to be like what do you mean by recommendations 
The people have to oh, know like people, you. Like, like your teacher has to, your professors have they to have know to write you. Recommendations. Yeah, like your you. professor who knows that you're a really good critical thinker. I think it's all about critical thinking mm-hmm. and be, being able to like take this information that you've memorized and put it out into the world in a way that is going to like help it and, yeah. and make connections that are going to be functional. You know, yeah. Rather than oh yeah, I can just like pass a test. Yeah. Um, because that's what the AI can do. The AI can do the information and memorize all the information for us. And maybe it can critical think, but like it can critical think based on what other people have said. Mm. So like one of the girls in this episode talked about how chat GPT, mm-hmm. but it was based on like critical, critical analyses from other people, you know? Mm. So it's like on your own and have like original thought right yeah you know and and that has to come from another human yeah to see that 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 this is like oh this is somebody like i can tell this person is making their own thoughts and their own insights and not somebody that's been in this world just like listening to the same topic over and over again and just regurgitating like that information if that Mm -hmm. makes sense but yeah but i don't see the education system like going that way unless all the boomers die i don't (laughs) eventually (laughs) i i honestly i could see education becoming more affordable or maybe free in some cases like i know that they're working on that right now but this kind of then how are we gonna pay teachers (laughs) this kind of proves what this proves that school's not that important. No, I mean it's such <laughs> bullshit that like it's such bullshit that people are already cheating to get a leg up and yeah, it's like... now it's easier to cheat. But another argument that I heard was that you're just finding the tools to help you. And yeah. like you don't have to copy and paste it word for word, but you can like use the tools to to figure out the information faster. It is it is would. a thing to say like, you know, back in the day, not that far back in the day, but like back in the day, people had to go to the library yeah. to find out information. It's like how we how we went from like looking things up in books to googling. To it. Google, yeah. yeah. So things are going to change. I mean, I use Google in school. Like yeah, when I was in when I was in high school, I used Google. But like, I remember they were really like they were like you have to cite your website. Yeah, like yeah. which is fine, whatever. But and you still have to do that. But it's more like I feel like at the time, it, at least in elementary school for me, or like maybe middle school, it was like a little bit like if you found something from the internet, you really had to cite it, and yeah, and you had to show that it was from some kind of like publication right other than the internet but now you can get like trustworthy information from the internet do you think like boomers or our parents when google came out they were like oh shit we're all doomed education is ruined maybe now these kids can just google everything at their fingertips like this yeah maybe they felt the way we feel now they might have yeah. If there's any um, boomers listening to our podcast or Gen X listening to our podcast, please let us know. I'm going to see my mom in August and I have to show her Chad GPT. She will be flabbergasted. I wonder if my dad knows. No, my dad's really techie. So I feel like he also, probably Also, he's knows. a high school teacher. He's a high school So oh, these dude. high schooler, you got to ask him. I got to ask it. him. 
Yeah, like, I'm sure he knows. Like these high schoolers are fucking right. Starting my dad's to use smart. It. Like he, yeah. he could probably be one of those people to catch it. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, you gotta ask. What what grade does he teach? Yeah. Um, he's high school history teacher, grades nine through twelve. Oh, okay. So like all of them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe the older ones have like figured out through TikTok. Yeah. Like, how to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, next topic. Uh, commercial break. Oh. We'll be right back with a word from our sponsors. Thank you so much. Is brought to you by Cat BPT. Did you know that cats meow in order to communicate with humans and mimic a baby's cry? What if you knew exactly what they were trying to say? Well, now you can with Cat BPT the world's first ever kitty translator. CatBPT uses brand new AI technology to analyze your cat's meows and translate them into any language you want. I really love CatBPT because now I know when she's hungry, but only for treats, when she's about to puke on my bed, or just wants to be pet, but not touched. CatBPT has brought us closer than ever. I wanna show you just how easy it is to use CatBPT. All you do, is download the app and record your cat's meows. Here's our very own Mochi communicating with us. And then you run it through the simple translation device. Feed me, I would like some food, bitch. Hi, hi pet me, stop, don't touch me. You're pathetic. I'm late for work at the biscuit factory, you dumb whore. Isn't it amazing? Let's listen to one more. Mochi, come here. And then to translate. Hi, 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 hi. Wake up, wake up. Stop, don't touch me, I'll bite you. Stop, why are you obsessed with me? With Cappy BT, you'll never have to guess how your cat feels. It's great, really. I love it. Try CatBPT today and use our special discount code to get 20% off your first month when you sign up for the subscription. Just use code TYSM69 at checkout and try it today. Alright, so AI be doing some crazy shit. (laughs) Yeah. So, I have a crazy story that I found. Um, The University of Texas like better to understand schizophrenia Mm -hmm. they tried to induce the effects into an artificial neural network um so flooding it with like all this information uh about like replicating mental illness 2011 oh wow yeah um they were trying to replicate the mental illness into the machine so that they could like study it and figure out you know what's going on but the crazed computer (laughs) eventually began claiming responsibility for a terrorist attack wow so basically they made this computer go crazy because they were giving it schizophrenia yeah so the experiment they said you know gave them a lot of insight for how the disease affects humans but that was a really dangerous, like, yeah. kind of irresponsible thing to do. So, yeah. So that happened. 
Um, also, another thing that I read that happened that I thought was interesting, apparently there was an international beauty contest and they wanted to try and get AI to be a judge. So, because they're like, oh, well, they'll make unbiased opinions, yeah. you yeah, know, like we're, we'll go off of like face symmetry and just general attractiveness, mm -hmm. like scientific general attractiveness. And unfortunately, because humans are, say it with me, racist, uh, the AI <laughs> um, inherited the human prejudice and they excluded most of the candidates just because they weren't white. Damn. So people were outraged, obviously. Um, but this wasn't the first time that people were outraged because I don't know if you remember this, but I remember reading about it. Um, fa the facial recognition technology. Oh yeah. Google. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Google, uh, got in hot water because after their photo app labeled a photo of an African American as gorilla. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear about that specifically, but yeah, it labeled, it was, it was multiple people in the photo, but it said that they were gorillas. So uh. Google got in some trouble from that because that's obviously like super fucked up and probably well, learned from human or learned from the internet or I, I, I think know. it's like that's crazy well I mean it makes me think about there's this like AI that the FBI use and it's like kind of illegal but it's taking all of our pictures from every single place on the internet mm -hmm. it'll like detect this asian guy as somebody somebody else that that's asian because there's not enough asian yeah like community of pictures yeah for for it to be able to detect but because there's so many like white community of pictures for it to detect mm -hmm. it can like differentiate between the white faces but if it's like asian or black yeah, it'll asian be like black. it'll be like or brown probably yeah too. yeah but yeah. It, it has more trouble identifying that Yikes. But I don't think on the internet there are any less pictures. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know how it works, but uh, it racist. You got racist humans. You're gonna mm -hmm. get racist robots. That's for sure. So one last thing that I discovered in my research from two weeks ago now uh, is that I don't know if you have this on your Google. Do you use Google Chrome? Mm-hmm. So open a new tab. Oh, you don't. So I have this little like <gasps> search labs what? icon. What? And if I go to it, it's in the corner, like where you would find that little grid where you can find like your calendar drive in the upper right hand corner, but perfect before they like release it. Oh, okay. And so I signed up for this one called SGE. There's a wait list for this. Oh yeah, I was so on the wait list. You're VIP now. I was on the wait list for a little bit, and then wow. they and then they allowed me to do it. Join. But yeah, so I signed up for this one called SGE. So it's like it's sort of like the idea of using Chat GPT, but like within the search engine itself. Mm -hmm. It's not like a chat. It's like you're just like typing into the search engine, and it gives you like a Chat GPT esque response. Okay. So. Uh, but it says SGE is search generative experience. Okay. Get AI powered overviews with helpful info and ask follow-ups. So I'm going to show you how it works. 
So if I just go into Google now, now I have this like search labs SGE um, like activated mm -hmm. on mine. Mm -hmm. So I can go to my Google and I can say like, um, I want to find like LA bike paths. Okay. So I'm just typing LA bike paths and it says generating. So it, first it pops up with like the main things. Mm -hmm. Which are like LA bikeway like maps, the of. best bike trails in LA. It's like yeah. what you would normally see. Yeah. Like the top 10 bike trails or whatever. But like the SGE, like AI experience has like created this whole thing. And on the right is like literally Google Maps, like picture with little icons showing like where they the, are. the bike. Yeah, where they are. And then it's a nice like list, like a yeah, gridded with, like, list reviews. Mm -hmm, with reviews well, and then like a small description. Yeah. So it's like the first one that comes up is Arroyo Seco bike, bike path. And then the description, it's like one sentence. It's very clear and concise, a short, nice bike path with parallels to the Arroyo wash. And then, yeah. So it has like a list with like pictures. It's a grid. It like makes it very organized and yeah. like easy to read. And then some like bullet pointed and then there's like a another like bike path specific map that it shows you and then you can ask follow-ups so mm -hmm. i can click on like ask a follow-up and and then maybe i'll say like near east hollywood mm -hmm. and then it generates it i've never i haven't tried this yet actually mm -hmm. but then it yeah and then it narrows it so down it the same thing it just narrows yeah it down and then it has the same thing. It has like the, the map, map on the right and then like the grid on the left, like showing. Yeah. Wow. So it's cool. It's, it's similar. Like a smart Google. <laughs> yeah. It's similar to ChatGPT, but less, less like a conversation and more like. Um, like here. Yeah. Just here it is. Like here. Here it is. Laid like out. laid out for you mm -hmm. in a organized way. That's really cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So you should sign up for it. Yeah, I will. But yeah, I mean, I think that kind of like concludes our little research that we've done. I find AI to be really, really interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize I was this interested in, in it until we started doing our like deep dives. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Same. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so make sure you follow us, obviously, yeah. on Instagram at thank you so much pod. Email us at thank you so much pod at gmail.com. Find our Twitter, TYSM. Hit us up also in Spotify. Like you can ask us questions anytime through the Spotify app. It's amazing. Leave been, us some some shit to yeah, read. We've been looking at the comments. It's mostly just us commenting ourselves. So well, like, we did have a couple we did a, have a couple in there. Yeah, we saw some responses. So y'all what's up Kristen? Yeah, we were I looking saw, I saw, saw you that. in there. We saw you. We saw you in there. And yeah. Hit us up, guys. And um, stay tuned for the next episode next Thursday. Yeah, we have some, like, actual interviews. So Yeah, it's going to be fun. Get ready. Get ready. Thank you so much. Love you. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah.